there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple shot K-Cup with my guest, Steve Taylor. Well, after you graduated, as you've already suggested, you did serve in uniform and you served for nine years. And that included working in the White House military office for three years as a lieutenant. And I was reading on your CV, you were developing and evaluating training exercises for multi-billion dollar classified national security programs, as well as emergency preparedness plans supporting the president, vice president and cabinet secretaries. How do you think what you did in that role working on training exercises for national security programs and emergency preparedness plans prepared you for the business world? Yeah, so that, I think the clearest way to define how that set me up is that it's unique, right? Continuity of government, which is what I was working on, is a transferable skill. And this is something I find a lot of folks leaving the military have have difficulty, and and rightfully so. It's really difficult to translate the work you did in the military as a submariner, as an aviator, as a Navy SEAL, as a Marine. You know, how does that translate to the business world? And for me, leaving the White House and having the experience that I did, I was able to join a consulting firm that was looking to build a service offering around business continuity. So I was able to articulate how my experience working on continuity of government and continuity of operations as it relates to the federal government translated well to the business world. And so soon after I left the military, after some time in New York, working at a nonprofit, I joined a consulting firm and helped them build and develop a service offering around the work that I had done at the White House. So when you're in the military, it's really, really difficult to articulate that. But if you're able to find a comparable skill or a comparable experience to something the business community needs and wants, then you're able to sort of justify why a certain job might be a good fit for you. See, it's so interesting because I, looking at your resume, see the function of what you did at PRTM, Mm -hmm. which is a subsidiary of PwC. And it says that you advance the development of a risk and resiliency framework to help corporate and government clients identify hazards, right? Emergencies, Mm -hmm. respond to crisis and develop risk-based strategy. It seems like such a parallel to what you were doing in government. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I was fortunate. I mean, I was really fortunate. It's, it's a little bit easier. I mean, I was wearing a suit and tie at the, at the White House and working on a project and working on activities that were that had direct applicability to the business world. Now, I had to find a specific business and a specific consulting firm that was looking to build this specific competency, but it existed. And through the discussions with mentors, I was able to find this opportunity. It didn't just I didn't find it on LinkedIn. I got lucky 
but but it, you know it took effort on my part it took a lot of phone calls a lot of coffees to find the opportunity it was difficult but it really was hand in glove as soon as i landed at, at prtm and landed with the team the small team that was working on this i i felt right at home and it was a great way to transition out of the military so you found it through networking yeah yeah i actually so i was after leaving the military i moved to New York City and worked at a nonprofit. And that job didn't last very long. I was only in the job for about two months and but was in New York for about a year after that. And, and over the course of the next eight to 10 months after leaving the nonprofit, I was networking and I found, and this is an interesting sort of roundabout way of, of getting a job, but I applied to this job randomly online at PRTM. And I took the train from New York back to DC, was in my hotel room that night, ironing my shirt, and I got a phone call. And on the other end of the line, the guy said, hey, this is Steve Taylor, my name is John, and you and I have met at a Naval Academy water polo alumni game. <laughs> and I, I, I knew the name, but I didn't remember the face. And he says, listen, I work at the company that you're interviewing with tomorrow. Your resume came across my desk today. And I just wanted to tell you what you should be expecting. And he told me the four partners I'd be, I'd be speaking with. He told me their backgrounds. Now, he didn't tell me, he didn't give me the answers to the test, but he definitely said, get this one partner talking about the Washington Capitals. And he will talk about that the entire time because his <laughs> sons play hockey. This person played baseball at Harvard. So get to him talking about his experience at Harvard. And, you know, he's going to ask you case study questions. And so, you know, again, he didn't give me the job and he didn't give me the answers to the test, but he definitely went out of his way to make sure that I was prepared as possible for the interviews. And long story short, interviews went well, got an offer. And this individual, I credit John for me getting that job. In fact, when I got the offer, he, he went so far to say, send me a copy of the offer letter. I want to look at it and tell you, help you negotiate. And oh without those kinds of mentors, right, I mean, I don't, I mean, right out of the military, I don't know my value. I don't know my value. And he, he got me a signing bonus. You know, there was no signing bonus as part of my offer. And he says, you know what, they're giving signing bonuses away here. You should ask for one. And I did. And I, and I got a, I got a signing bonus. And so you have to do your job to reach out to mentors. You have to foster mentors, but sometimes you get lucky. Sometimes you get lucky and mentors find you. And I, I think in this case, I was lucky. Steve, what advice do you have for the men and women in uniform right now about how to think about the skills they're acquiring on the job, the skills they're honing on the job, and how that translates into the private sector once they're out of uniform? Yeah, yeah. This is one of the hardest things. And there are, there are companies that are set up, there are consulting companies that are set up to help transitioning military members find their voice and create resumes that are relatable to the outside world, to the business world. I always tell folks in the military who are about to make that transition or making that transition, there's two things you can leverage. One, your experience managing people. And it's not just about leadership. It's about you, you don't just have the soft skills leaving the military. You have oftentimes the hard skills of people management. And what I mean by that is there, it's not just about being friendly or it's not about being just a good listener or, or being empathetic. Like those are really great soft skills as, as it relates to being an effective manager of people, but understanding how to structure your time to make sure you're supporting your team. 
right? Like the, the paradigms and the hard skills of understanding what it means to really intimately understand your people, what they need and how to provide them the resources they need to get their jobs done. I, I mean, I, I didn't just learn about leadership. I learned about empowerment, how to empower people. And I was fortunate to have an amazing collection of leaders in my aviation experience that taught me how to get the best out of teams, the best out of individuals. And, and I think your ability as a military member to articulate that experience is really helpful. But that's not enough. That's not enough. You really have to explain your framework. How have you in the military, how have you structured your your work? And what kind of structure, discipline, process can you bring to an organization? That's also really important. I think the third thing is you really have to be able to express that you're a learner, that you're coachable, that you are that you have held many different positions. For instance, if you know, I was an aviator, but I was in flight school and I learned to fly three different kinds of aircraft. I was living in Japan for three years and I had five different collateral duties. When I wasn't flying, I had a full-time job running the admin department or running the safety department. So I had many skills that I had to learn. Every nine to 12 months, I had a, a new job that wasn't just flying. And then at the White House, I had to learn a whole different skill set. And so I think that if you're able to articulate the fact that you are not just capable and qualified to do the job, but you can manage people very well, you understand systems and frameworks, and you're able to bring discipline and process to an organization, and that you're also, you're adaptable and you have the ability to learn quickly. I think those are the the characteristics that I try to tell every every military member that's trying to make a successful transition from the military to the business world. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much. 